Hello, and welcome back to 15 Minutes on Woodlawn, brought to you by Emerson Elementary School in Wheaton, Illinois. This week, we are joining Emerson Principal Debbie Klein, Emerson School Psychologist Rebecca Chambers, and Dr. Lindsay Meeker of Western Illinois University as they introduce the importance of play. In part one of this multi-episode series, they discuss the many ways in which play facilitates brain development and growth in children. Let's listen in. Hi, everybody. My name is Debbie Klein. I have the privilege of being the principal here at Emerson for the past 13 years. And I've seen a lot of pendulum swings in my 32-year career. But this year, you will hear the word play used a lot. Why? Because the pandemic and technology had a significant impact on student development which includes their physical, academic, social, and emotional growth. And so I am very fortunate to be here with Dr. Lindsay Meeker and Mrs. Rebecca Chambers to talk about my favorite topic, kids and play. Dr. Meeker, do you mind introducing yourself? Hi there, Dr. Meeker here from Western Illinois University. Play brings joy into learning environments, so that's my biggest piece, but it also accelerates language, literacy, and design thinking for all children, and really so much more. Play is the most authentic opportunity for children to negotiate meaning and build on their content schema. It's also a natural point for building equity into the classroom, which is one of the most exciting pieces I've been working on to enhance lately, and I'm lucky to be able to work with Emerson Elementary. Thank you. And then my buddy next door, um, the gal that I'm always uh, knocking on her door for advice, um, I have Mrs. Chambers sitting next to me. Do you mind introducing yourself? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. This is Rebecca Chambers, and I work as a school psychologist here at Emerson. And I am so excited that we are here finally talking about play. Um, As a psychologist... (laughs) I love thinking about why people do what they do. And I went into school psychology because I wanted to learn more about how kids not only learn academic skills, but just how they grow and develop. And come to find out, play is like the perfect natural avenue to facilitate all human growth. So I'm so excited that we've selected play as the topic for today. Thanks so much. So Debbie, you've been mentioning through our work that changes in the average student profile following the pandemic are pretty startling. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. We are seeing lots of changes across demographics, including their age ranges. Um, In preschool classrooms, we've observed, we see a need for unbridled play and also intentionality um, with designed play more than ever children just need to engage and connect and play is the avenue that nurtures that for them and so we know play has always been a topic that's big in preschool right but you're actually seeing that across the demographic of how play can assist in elevating all children and we'll talk a little bit more about that shortly but becky can you tell us a little bit more about what happens in the brain when play is ignited yes i would love to because I think a lot of times we think of play as being very trivial and just something that little kids do when they're small, just to pass the time. 
And it is so much more than that. It is ingrained in our neurology and biology as mammals that we participate in this activity of play and playfulness to facilitate our growth. Uh, learning is really so much about building relationships. And oftentimes people don't think of it as being such a heavy neurological activity, but it is one of our most meaningful and robust mechanisms for building all skills. So when kids are playing, they're engaging in motor development, complex language, problem solving, cognitive skills, social skills, and most importantly, emotional regulation skills. And regulation is the foundation for almost everything in terms of our, our functioning. So we know that we see much better outcomes when these skills are practiced authentically and integrated all together, as opposed to compartmentally, compartmentalizing skills, working on language for a chunk of time, then working on social skills for another chunk of time. And that's exactly what play does. Play integrates the development of all of these skills together. Hey, Lindsay, I know one of your passions around play is that it is also a mechanism for engaging in anti-isms, as we say, with children. Can you talk about that? You know, play gives us a launch point for all kinds of different difficult conversations with little humans. It's it's a way to practice behaviors common to to a democratic anti-virus anti-bias environment. Picture books are one of my most favorite ways actually to start that conversation, then leading into play through language frames, language development around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, one way to do that is a wonder wall. One of my favorite wonder wall topics with kids right now is how to be an upstander. Wonder walls are an opportunity for children to ask questions that are meaningful to them. And then the class works through them in an inquiry and play process. The language frames and vocabulary are then developed can be easily prompted in play centers, outdoor play, whole group play. So I just think it's, you know, it's the perfect way to take advantage of that play setting for kids to reduce their effective filter and engage in difficult conversations. Okay. Debbie, can you tell us a little bit about some of your concerted effort at the school this year to engage students through play and asking them good questions? Sure, one of the things that stood out um, in the past couple of years is that um, children are struggling to engage in discourse or to come up with good questions in order to um, elicit uh, inquiry and play. And so we have put in all sorts of tools that force children basically to sit down, get down on the ground with one another and solve complex problems and use appropriate vocabulary using those sentence frames you talked about to engage in discourse. And I am so excited to see that some of those changes are already happening, despite we've only made this concerted effort starting in January. It's wonderful to see so much change happening. Um, in fact, one of our little ones got into a disagreement with another child, and typically this child might storm off or shut down, but instead he said, I am capable of doing it. And just to hear him say that word and use it cap capable and use it appropriately was so exciting. But 
really the people living and breathing it with the children are the classroom teachers. And so I'd like to take a listen. When I asked our first grade teachers if there were any changes, I wanted to share with you what they had to say. So this is Mrs. Morgan when asked if there were any changes or how she was feeling about the implementation of play in her classroom. The kids are using instruments that they created during our sound unit for science in our dramatic play center. They're using the instruments for sound effects as they're creating stories about fairy tales. What I loved about what she had to say was that they were reading fairy tales, they were studying sound, two things that don't naturally seem to go together but they've integrated it into such a meaningful experience for the students. And then I also talked to Ms. Graves and asked her the same question. And here's what she had to say. Um, I have noticed such a big change in just my students' overall happiness and their ability to problem solve and just think outside the box. It's really been such a joy to watch. We're so grateful that our kindergarten and first grade, and even our second grade teachers are jumping on board with us to create more playful environments. And we hope that you will join us for additional conversation on play. We could talk for hours on this and rather than bore you and lose, lose your attention, we've decided that we would break it up and have a few sessions on play. So our hope is that you've taken a tidbit or two away with you today. And in the meantime, we know that play at home is just as, if not more important than play at school. So we hope that you take the opportunity to put things aside once in a while and just play. Have a great day. That's the end of this week's chat. Thank you to Debbie Klein, Rebecca Chambers, and Dr. Lindsay Meeker for being so knowledgeable and thoughtful about bringing play into the classroom. I can't wait to hear the next part of the discussion. And thank you listeners, as always, for tuning in and being part of our Emerson community. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Emerson Elementary Scores. Talk to you soon.